Stop Punishing Yourself, the only podcast that teaches neurodivergent Alaskans prone to anxiety and depression how to stop feeling like victims to their brains and start feeling empowered by them. I'm your host and neurospicy life coach, Alicia Turner, and I promise to take you from codependent and insecure to independent and unstoppable using the spiritual art and science of coaching. If you're ready to fully reverse the harmful wiring that's living rent-free all up in your brain, then let's get started. Hello, my fellow earthlings. I just made a delicious pot of soup because apparently it's snowing perpetually in April and winter is eternal. So, so is soup. And it was really, 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 really good. And I'm also really, 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 really excited for today's episode titled, So What? The most liberating and empowering question also happens to be the most unlikely one. And that question is, so what? Most people are actually offended by this question if it happens to show up in casual conversation. And that does make a lot of sense if it comes from an energy of judgment, dismissal, bypassing, or shame, which happens to be a very dominant energy in our society. Crazy, right? But when this same question, so what, comes from the energy of curiosity and compassion, It's an absolute game changer. It's a powerhouse for awareness, which is the first step to our freedom, right? But like I said, most humans around us and out in the world, when you walk around out there, they are stuck in that first type of energy. And that's because of how we're socialized and because of how our brain is wired, which is unfortunate, yes, but it's not permanent. Come get your coaching if you want to change that wiring and that energy for good. I can help you with that. So while we collectively find ourselves being in this judgy, bypassing type of energy, if someone says, so what to us, whether we were just talking about our day, sharing a story or complaining, we tend to take immediate offense to it. We feel attacked, victimized, or like an injustice has occurred by that question even being asked out loud. And to a certain extent, I'll give it to you, you're right. An injustice has occurred, but not where you think it has. The true injustice is not happening from being asked the question, so what? It's happening inside of you because your offense to that question reveals the disempowerment you are avoiding and harboring in your life. Mic drop. I can't drop this mic because it's on an arm attached to the table, so I can't drop it, but I would if I could. So what beautifully triggers your awareness of that disempowerment that's already inside of you, and you start to brush up face to face with how fed up you are with it, with how sick of your disempowerment that you truly are. That's why I love being triggered. So let me hit you with a quick, simple scenario to just like anchor this in reality and get it out of the theoretical mind. Say you're out to coffee with a friend or cocktails, who cares? I don't know. And you get into a typical conversation about 
your relationship. Let's say you tell them, my husband keeps leaving his dirty socks everywhere and he stays out all night with his friends and he never texts me while he's gone and I'm so over it. I'm very far removed from what people complain about nowadays, so I just hope this sounds relevant because I don't complain about my husband. And it's really cool because we have a cool relationship. Okay, not bragging. Sorry. I just want everyone to have this. Okay. So your friend who is completely in that first energy I mentioned, the judgy, bypassy energy, she feeds off of the tea you are serving. It gives her life. She starts to get angry for you. You can visibly see her body change and she comes to your defense immediately. She's roaring with generations of misdirected anger that stems from being both overtly and covertly oppressed and dehumanized under patriarchy. And it's all landing on this one poor guy and his socks. She says, I can't believe him. You are worth so much more than this. But the underlying current in this conversation, however, is disempowerment, judgment, assumptions, And avoiding that internalized shame that you both are feeling and trying to bypass. Humans love, and I mean love, to hot potato pain and give it to the stinky stinky sock person. Stinky sock person. (laughs) I just ate potatoes and they were really good. I used to do this, you guys. I used to hot potato my pain to the stinky sock person in my life, okay? It's normal, but stop doing it, okay? Stop punishing yourself. We are all responsible for our own internalized shame. That is our job to handle it. It's not our parents. It's not our partners. It's not our pets or our children, okay? I promise you there's no clause on a marriage license that's like, okay, if you sign this paper, this person shall now handle all of your emotional functioning for thine beloved forevermore. It's just not in the agreement. We're not property anymore, right, women? We're not. We used to be. Let's be real. But our revenge for formerly being property is not to assign emotional responsibility to your partner. That's a case of misery. That's what causes divorce 100% of the time. I promise you, it boils down to this. It is so simple. Stop looking for answers elsewhere. This negative feedback loop in the seemingly harmless conversation that's happening here, it is strong, my grasshoppers, because you leave that situation of that sipping the tea and complaining more pissed off at your husband with no solution, you haven't even begun processing real emotions or real thoughts you're having, and you leave feeling even more resentment for this innocent human that's not responsible for your feelings than when you began that conversation. It's a lose-lose situation if you ask me. These are conversations you will not find me participating in anymore. And that is not because I think people who do this are wrong and bad and I'm better than them because that's not the case. I totally used to be this person like 100% of the time. I swam in the water. People that do this are just confused. They are all innocent little sweeties as well. I just don't participate in this type of exchange because 
I too have an ego just like everyone else. And it used to eat up conversations like this. I know how indulgent and enticing that nasty negative energy is for our ego. It loves it. And I don't think it's worth my time or energy anymore. It's so powerfully destructive in my life. It's so wonderfully harmful to my own well-being. It's simply not worth the exchange. So I don't participate. I refrain to literally protect myself. That's what boundaries are, y'all. They're about you. They're about protecting you. I protect myself from falling into that ego hole that I've been stuck in so many times before. It's not because I think people who are gossiping shouldn't gossip or shouldn't blame or complain. They definitely should because they are. And I love to agree with reality. I just don't dabble anymore. It's like when you decide you don't like broccoli anymore, it's the same thing. I'm pretty neutral. So now let's take a look at this same exact scenario, but we're going to walk through it with you having coffee with me now. Okay, Alicia, the life coach. It's a different experience. Welcome to the experience, my friends. Tickets are $100. So you say all the same stuff. You're like, socks, outlay, the blasphemy. And I look at you and I say, so what? Long pause for your ego to recover from that whiplash. I hear your inner shame looking at me sternly right now, about to send over missiles of judgment my way. And this judgment, it might sound like, how rude. Classic, classic TV show line, full house. It might sound like, she is heartless. What a bitch. Well, I know I'm actually autistic and it's awesome. But then your inner good girl programming will come online and it'll come to get me. It'll be like, I'll get her. Let me get her. Let me tell her what I think she should say in this scenario and how she should be supportive and how she should be on your side. And it's all a big fat illusion because your ego has such a power over you because you haven't allowed yourself to challenge it that much yet. And you don't want to face that truth. But I'm not kidding when I say asking this question is the only way to truly be on someone's side. It is never against you to ask, so what? It is for you if and when it comes from curiosity and compassion and not judgment. It is not being on your side to agree and feed into your disempowerment. That's literally an act against your well-being to every level. But we are all so confused by this because it's normalized to feed into each other's disempowerment everywhere we go, especially for women. So what is the most helpful and freeing question anyone could ever ask you? And it is not the same as dismissing someone's emotions or approving of someone's disrespectful behavior that's hurting you. It's not the same as condoning abusive behavior at all. And here's the thing, your ego never wants to grasp this thing called nuance. So just if your ego is listening to this, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, so back to this whiplash. Let's take a second, catch up. So what, I ask, what's the problem? Now we can actually get somewhere. Now we can begin 
We've begun. You'll actually have to challenge your brain here with this question. You can't deflect and get defensive and hot potato the question back to me because I truly, I will answer so what all day long till the cows come home. It's your brain that's got to answer it. You'll have to ask yourself to find the answer to finally a useful question. One that's not going to feed this yummy, juicy loop of negative energy that we're so addicted to. It's going to actually lead you back to your power, which when you're identified with your ego, you don't want to find. It's going to lead you to real solutions for your situation so you won't keep complaining about it for the next decade and decade and decade to come. Real solutions create change. Then you don't have to complain about a problem more than once. Is it that crazy? Oh, I live for that life. I live for that life. I love only complaining about one thing, about something once, I mean, and then I'm free from it. It's like a whole new world and it's beautiful. So, so what? You might answer because his actions are disrespectful. You say it like it's a fact. He shouldn't be disrespectful. But Coach Alicia is sitting there and she's like, yeah, maybe, maybe his actions are, maybe they aren't. So what if they are disrespectful? Oh, she's hitting you with it again. The audacity to go there. She's wild. Your ego is now fully triggered, which is good. Great. This is where we want to travel all the time. Go right there, right in that door. Walk in. Tell me what the weather's like. Sit down. Let's hang out for a minute. Tell me more. Why should he be respectful? What a crazy thought. Well, because he's supposed to. X, Y, Z, L, M, N, O, P. Fire away, fire away. Right? You fire away. You list all the reasons on your made up supposed to list. And I I want you to do that. Write the list down. Look at it. I'm not, I'm not judging it. I'm saying we've got to actually go there. Study it, baby. Let's hear it. He's supposed to treat me the way a husband should. He's supposed to listen to me. He's supposed to make me feel valued. He's supposed to keep in contact so I don't have to worry. Pause. This gives me everything I need to know. Thank you so much. My analysis is complete. Would you like to hear the results? (laughs) I love my brain. So... I'm so glad I asked you so what, because now we can finally see where the real problem is. And that is where liberation is. When we know where the problem is, we can solve it. When we look at an illusion of a problem, we'll never be able to solve it because it's an illusion. Okay, this is liberation. The real problem is you think you know what someone else that's not you is supposed to be doing. You think it's your business to tell someone else that's not you how they should think and feel and what they should do with their lives. And this, I promise you, my sweet dear love, is the source of all of your pain. As long as you keep indulging in your ego's desire to be right and to feel justified, you'll never escape that feedback loop. Your complaints will grow. Your disempowerment will thrive. I want you to escape that. I want you to get so excited that it turns out you were wrong. 
He shouldn't respect you. What a brilliant idea. Why? Because he's not. Okay? It's agreeing with reality. It's facing the facts. You can do something about it. So you're not stuck, powerless in it. This is great news. Let's take this a little deeper. Are you ready? Your actions and complaints about him are a subtle attempt to control him. And you can tell because they're coming from this judgmental, insidious energy that we're all immersed in. We're all swimming in it, folks. None of us are exempt. None of us are pure. We have it in our brain. That is the unconscious bias power of socialization. You don't even know you got it. But you've got a violating energy that you use against yourself and others. And that's okay because none of us are perfect, right? We're human. No stress, no sweat. Let's hop to get to doing something different about it instead of feeling afraid of facing it. Face the music. It really is violating to attempt to have control over someone else. Truly. Like this shakes me to my core. When I think about how I still have this wiring in me, how I still attempt to do it sometimes and how how scary it is that it's being done to me so often and learning how to defend myself from it. That's what boundaries are for. When we feel we don't have control over ourselves, which is where most people are at because we aren't set up for success. When we don't know ourselves or understand ourselves very deeply, we are afraid of that disconnection. And out of that fear and disconnection, we start trying to control other people to solve for our feeling. I want your brain to hear how unkind that is. How every time you avoid going there and taking ownership for the plank in your eye, if you will, you're feeding the disempowerment on this planet. You're keeping yourself helpless Not because you are, but because you're choosing to give your power away to someone who doesn't have it. How kind it is to say, so what? When you can't control someone else. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. It's good news. But the ego will cock block you from your own freedom and happiness the whole way. I promise you. And this question feels so good and freeing when it is delivered from someone who can guide you into that curious and compassionate energy for yourself, right? It's not for your partner. It's not about them. It's about you. It's about you feeling better, you feeling good, you feeling empowered. It's so helpful when someone points out something that you can't see from the inside when you're in that place of fear and judgment and bypassing. Empowerment is truly only felt once you learn how to focus on and have complete control over your own thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. Not theirs. That's not where your power is, even if you had it. Even if it was like, okay, I'll do what you say. You would be so annoyed still. You wouldn't be happy. This is the only way to be happy. Once you learn how to free yourself from trying endlessly to control someone else, you learn how to come home to yourself. 
So ask yourself today about any problem you might be having. So what? I love it. It takes the seriousness off. It immediately gets you questioning what you once thought was true. It makes things lighter. Again, all coming from a place of curious, loving, compassionate energy, not from a shaming place. Do not take this question and shame yourself with it. Okay? You need professional, super, what's the word? Guidance? Why do I want to say superstition? Okay. Do it. Do it from love. See what comes up. Try to be curious with yourself instead of defensive and volatile with a question that can free you. Have some fun with it. Let yourself be wrong and free instead of right and miserable. It is so much fun on the other side. All right. Talk to you guys next week. Love you, bud. Thanks for listening, buddy. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, you have to come check out my one-on-one coaching program. It's 24 weeks of me and you where I take all the guesswork out of your self-awareness journey. I'm just going to give you all the answers in one go. I guarantee you after these 24 weeks, you will feel like a completely different human, empowered, focused, motivated, in love with yourself and on fire for your life again. Go to alishaturnercoaching.com right now to book your free consult call. And I'd love to have you join while spots last. I'll see you there.